Uh, our sound producer wanted me to make an intro thing for this, but I got nothing. Just listen to the podcast. It's awesome. <laughs> What's going on, geeks? You're listening to the Geeks and a Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour, and I'm here with Joe Morgan. Gad Suits. And Shelby Walter. Chocolate! <laughs> now my wife has to listen to this podcast. What's that from? It's from Spongebob. It, okay. She yeah. does that all the time. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, man. I was it's, just thinking because, you know, there's sales on chocolate everywhere. Anytime you know, we buy chocolate, day. basically. Chocolate! <laughs> yes. It is... It's from the SpongeBob episode where they're going around selling chocolate, and there's the guy who's just yelling chocolate, and he ends up buying all the chocolate at the end. Yeah. All right. I didn't know I that. Know. I just I know, know that my wife does it all the time. Get educated. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into the podcast, there is one thing that I want to remind everybody. If you are listening to this on Wednesday, you could hypothetically get four days in a row of our podcast. Because we're going to go live with this one on Wednesday, and then on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we will be on twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace uh, streaming live for you guys. Very excited about that. Stop by with questions and comments. If you're mean, you're going to get banned. (laughs) Yeah. Be cool and talk to us. We have the power of gray skull. Be cool. <laughs> we have the almighty Banhammer. I think that was the only update that I really wanted. I just wanted to remind everyone about that. I think. I feel like I'm missing something. I hope I'm not. Joe, what's got you geeking out this week? Uh, well, this week uh, I was blessed with a preview copy of Hitman, the Hitman beta. Ooh. Um, the PR reps were kind enough to present both myself and LJ with a copy so LJ is going to be doing our preview on the site, but I got to play it, and I, I promised them that I would give my impressions of it here on the podcast. So, real quick, it's uh, it's a lot more fun than I expected. There are only like two or three levels in that intro, uh, but there are like fifteen ways to beat each of the levels. There's a ton of stuff oh, wow. you can do, and it makes for some really hilarious moments. I killed a guy and then threw his body out a window, and he still screamed when he hit the ground. Ah, oh. so. <laughs> but i was not interested in that game at all and now that i've played the beta i'm definitely going to check out the first episode when it comes out very cool so you say episode yes for the first time ever they are doing hitman episodically okay Um, i don't know how that's going to play out yet i have only seen hitman in full game iterations right that's so interesting. I, yeah, I, I don't know how they're going to do that yet, but I guess we'll find out before too long. All right. Also, this week I'm playing through Firewatch, which is a very adult game for the record. Um, oh, very I adult didn't see that themes. Coming. I didn't either because the the art direction makes it look like it's very much cartoony. Yeah, uh, and open everyone. Yeah, yeah, but it's it hits some pretty hard adult themes. Okay. 
uh, and it's definitely got a lot of profanity and language. Yeah. But the storytelling, okay. if you are of age to consume it, the story is really well told, and the characters are very well realized. So it's something you should consider picking up. I'm also started a new anime. So yeah. I've, I've been trying to get more into anime, and and uh, so I finished the first season of Aroni Kenshin. And turns out I was browsing through Netflix, and they had Fate Stay Night. Yes. I've been hearing a lot about it, so I wanted to check it out. I'm two episodes in. They also have Unlimited Blade Works, which is going to be a prequel to what you're watching now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the concept of this, I don't know for, for people at home, is I guess you've got these mages who've kind of been trained their entire lives, mm-hmm. and they have to summon warriors that are different classes. And there's only, There's a, you know, like a concrete number of warriors that can be in this. They all have to be a different class. And so, you know, the, the first episode, a girl has the option of summoning in uh, a saber class or an archer. She tries to summon in the saber and botches it, gets the archer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, the interesting, th- interesting thing about this is that the, the warriors are like ancient heroes who are well known in human history, but oh, they right. don't reveal who they are up front. So you're oh. kind of trying to figure out who they are. That's you are cool. watching Unlimited Blade Works then, I believe. Oh, okay. I'm trying to think. Okay. So I had this wrong. Sorry for listeners. Yeah, you are watching the, the prequel, and you can totally watch that beforehand. It's not going to hurt oh, you okay. anyway. Um, actually, I wish that I would have done it the way you're watching it. So I should have said there's also Fate Stay Night Zero, I believe it's called. And that is going to be not the prequel. I got this all mixed up. Let me let me make sure. Fate stay nine zero. But that said, I'm two episodes in so far, and I'm I'm super enjoying it. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. some awesome combat. Alright, I had it all mixed up for listeners who are super confused now. Maybe Patrick <laughs> could do some editing magic, but I doubt it. <laughs> Joe is watching Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works. That is the newest one. But okay. it is they made that they, this is a remake of something they made a long time ago. And then there is a prequel that'll come bef- like the, what happens before this is Freight Stay Night. Um, I think it's Type Zero or Zero or something like that. Okay, there are only thirteen episodes of this. They're they're like forty eight minutes long a piece though, so um, they're not slouches. They're they're long episodes. I see. It is a fantastic anime too. Have you gotten into the fight scenes much yet? Just a few of them. So I've seen the fight scene between the Lancer and the Archer. And a little bit between the saber and the lancer so far. So. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's the only way to really put those fights. It in. really is. It's one of the most fluid animes I've ever seen. Yeah, oh, I, I love it. Maybe I'll check it out sometime. Also, you got Netflix. It's it's on there. It's on I'm Netflix. I'm out oh. right here with you, Joe. But uh, um, Bryce Pappenbrook, I think is his name, is the main character in that, and he is the main character in Sword Art Online and Seven Deadly Sins. Okay. Um, Become really quickly and Attack on Titans. He's Aaron. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, this guy's everywhere. He's become one of my favorite voice actors. Amazing. Anyways. All right. Very cool. How about you, Shelly? Uh, I haven't done that much. I have been playing lots of Super Smash Bros. as I do uh, almost every day now. Almost every day I've been playing Super Smash Bros. because all my friends want to play it and all my friends want me to teach them how to play it. And so I'll go to the guys' floors and I'll play with them. 
I've been playing every version. So it's fun. It's just a lot. But today I also was playing Kirby Air Ride with some people, which was so nice because I haven't played it in so long. It's one of my childhood games. Super underrated game. Not a lot of people have even really heard of it. Or maybe they've heard of it but never played it. It's, I mean, it's really not like Mario Kart, but it is another racing game. Kirby Racing. Oh, okay. I thought it, I thought all the Kirby games were platformers. Yeah, not Kirby Air Ride. It's very different. Weird. So okay. you're on a warp star, and there's different types of warp stars, kind of like how there are different carts in Mario Kart. Right. And you race, and instead of getting like items or something, you get powers like Kirby powers. Oh, fire cool. And bird and stuff like that sure yeah so there's that like the actual racing but there's also Hmm. two other modes there's city trial which is my favorite mode which you get put into this sort of city area and you have to go around and collect things to help boost your uh your ride essentially you could get like power-ups to help your turning your top speed defense offense all that sort of stuff and then at the end of it, you and the rest of the people you're playing with all are thrown into a challenge. And you don't know what the challenge is going to be unless you set it. You can set it, but it's more fun to play if you don't know what it's going to be. So it could be something where you're fighting each other with your machines or you're racing each other. So you really don't know what to prepare for. You just have to get all the stuff you can and hope that what you have is going to help you. Um, huh. It's it's a lot of fun. But there's Very also cool. another mode that's... 2D, 2D racing. It's a little weird, but it's there. So, <laughs> and what did yeah. you say was what console was this on? This is it's on the GameCube. Okay. Yeah. I um, thought Air Rod was a what was the sixty four one? I don't know if there was a 64. crystal something. Oh yeah, uh, maybe that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, I know what you're thinking of. I don't crystal shards. Yeah, crystal shards. Crystal shards. Yeah. yeah, that was the curve game on sixty four, but. No, I, it makes me really want a Nintendo Kart. Like, forget Mario Kart and just make it Smash Bros. with vehicles. Oh, that'd be great. Mostly because I want Kirby to, like, just, like, suck up characters in Mario Kart. <laughs> and uh, it'd be so cheating. Oh, be cool. Be it'd be sweet. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, so that just made me feel all nostalgic. Very cool. I, uh... On the Christian side of things, really threw me off base. I think it was on Valentine's Day. Uh, let me start with the beauty. There is this website called C28. You guys, have you ever heard of that? I have not. Have you ever heard of Not of This World Clothing? Yes. Yes. All right. So Not of This World Clothing owned this store called C28. And that is, there was never a Not of This World store at first. I think they, okay. they might have after a certain point. There's never a Not of This World store. It was C28 sold on This World Clothing, and they were owned by the same company. Okay. And when I became a Christian, I joined the forum that was on this clothing website. And mm-hmm. I, it was such a pivotal part in my Christian faith, uh, having fellowship with people. The Geeks of the Grace community reminds me so much of back then. But on Facebook, I got added to this group the other day that was all of the forum members that we've completely lost oh. touch with because that forum's gone, long gone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and we actually, like, got all together and a bunch of people that I haven't talked to in a few years that, you know, I held really close as, like, really good friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's been awesome. I got 
one of the big posts that I made, um, I was just like, you know, what is everyone up to? And all the stories, because we were all mostly teenagers at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Everyone that's grown into the ministry is, it, it was really, really cool to see. Huh. Wow. Yeah. That's, that is really cool. So if anyone's listening and you were part of that C28 forum, contact me because it is like a private group and stuff and I'll um, add you in. But just super powerful, super nostalgic like you were talking to Chile. It just yeah. really, really got to me. That's awesome. Yeah. So there was that. There was TV shows being awesome. I have not watched The Walking Dead yet. but I, I haven't yet. I've got it paid for. Okay. I'm I'm very excited. I need to watch it as soon yeah, as I heard possible. it's a good episode. Uh, I guess every episode's a good episode. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hear I've heard great things specifically about this one being one of the best. Uh, and on Valentine's Day, I did go and see Deadpool, which I loved. It was it was a great. They stayed so true to Deadpool's character. Okay, that's good. Um. I did have kind of a mini rant on this whole thing, and I do want to say before I get into a mini rant, because it's going to kind of like derail for a moment, we do have an official article by Drew Kaler, the founder of Geeks Under Grace, uh, right there on geeksundergrace.com about what, whether or not Christians should be watching Deadpool, because uh, it's gotten a huge buzz in the Christian community, whether or not it's okay to watch or not, Yeah, yeah. Uh, which I totally understand. Watching the movie, completely understand why people have their uh, reservations. So, yeah, if I can also address this, uh, we, uh, a couple of people in the community contacted me and and, kind of let us know, like, the way that we approached it last week might not have been the best way for us to do that. Um, The way that we typically do this show is we come up with our our topics and we kind of spitball them a lot of the time. Right. Um, and so, you know, the, on occasion, I'm not opposed to going back and admitting that I'm wrong. Um, I, I was totally planning to go see Deadpool. Um, and then it kind of blew up in the community. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it really got me to thinking. And and one of the one of the people that contacted me made a good point. It's like, you know, people that are struggling with addiction to certain elements that are in that film, um, particularly the, the sexual elements. You know, every, everybody says, well, it's only 30-second scenes or, or, you know, two real quick scenes or whatever. That's enough to, to set people off that, that struggle with that. Um, and I am one of those people. And so I, my brother went and watched the film with a couple of guys from our church group. And I opted to go ahead and head home. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in the long run, that's that's a better choice for me. Right. Mm-hmm. And And so I think it's worth noting that just because we say something and we say it's it's left up to the individual, um, there are guidelines to run with on that sort of stuff. Definitely, right? And I, I mean, we mentioned that last week too. That it's really easy to make excuses when you're kind of trying to audit yourself. Um, something that was brought up, and he's going to know exactly who he is when I say it. Said so you should pray about it, and we didn't mention that. I think that's totally yes. Pray about stuff like that. If, if you're questioning it in any way, pray about it before you go, for sure. Um, if you're questioning about it in the first place, there is already something stirring in your heart. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, did want to say that. So my whole rant on it 
isn't going into Deadpool much the way it is because I think they did Deadpool great. The sex scenes, the one thing that I really appreciated was that they were there for a reason and they weren't just kind of added in. I think it would have been much better if they would have worked around it in the first place. Right. But it wasn't just like, here's some sex. Yeah, they didn't just throw it in because sex sucks. Yeah. They sort of had a reason. He is dating a hooker, so it just kind of falls into place. Um, They were very out front in saying that that was there. I mean, nobody was going to get caught by surprise. Yeah, no, that's true. And that's a big thing. But I, watching this movie... One of my biggest thoughts in my head going in was, could this be a PG-13 movie? Could they have made it a, in a PG-13 way? And I think right off the bat, you have the violence. And I think that throws everything else out of the water. Like, it's going to be a rated R movie no matter what, because we're having this violence, which I think we're definitely desensitized to. And whether or not that's good is a discussion for another time that we're desensitized desensitized to violence. But because there was so much violence in it, they were like, it's going to be a rated R movie. And if you're going to make a rated R movie, Hollywood has it in their head that we better make a rated R movie then and have all the content that we can put in there. I think that it could have been written around the sex. You could have had different – the storyline didn't have to line up that way. Uh, And I think it would have been even better writing if they wouldn't have used so much profanity because you still got to be offensive Deadpool – um, and I think Deadpool has been offensive in many cartoons that I've seen without using so much profanity they had to use in yeah. this movie. I think, I don't know. I don't think you could make a PG-13 movie of what this was, but I think they could have made a PG-13 movie if they had wanted to. Uh, yeah. I know a lot of people disagree with that. And they're like, oh, we got to have, Deadpool's got to be a rated R character. Uh but I don't think he has to be. We've seen him not be a rated R character. Again, I think it's, it chalks down to the violence, though. It's really hard to make Deadpool not a violent guy when he's killing yeah. people. I mean, Deadpool. Yeah, that's his the name. <laughs> it's really unfortunate that because of that, he's going to get that rated R setting. And then uh, I love what Drew Kaler said. You can't fake nudity. Deaths, we know they're fake. And so in our heads, that's part of the reason it's desens- uh, desensitized. Where it was nudity... That's a real person. They're really nude. You're not faking that. That's actually happening. Yeah. Yeah. That's my piece. Hollywood, you need to just, like, do your thing and not worry about adding stuff because you can. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. Right. All right. But they think doing that stuff will earn them extra money. Right. I mean, so many people would have been mad if they made a rated R movie and the only reason it was rated R was because of the violence. But that's another stupid mindset that we need to kind of, I don't know. Yeah, it that's was the world at work. smart for them, but stupid in other ways, <laughs> I suppose. They were thinking some way and probably was more successful for them for that but way. That, that is my piece. Let's do things a little bit differently today. Okay. And Joe, yeah. what's the gaming news? Okay, I'm going to jump way down the list here. Yeah. All right, so uh, some of the big gaming news that came out this past week. I don't know if you all followed Xbox One much, um, but one of the games that was advertised at E3 a couple of years ago, I think, as as kind of a big selling point for the Xbox One was this exclusive game they were coming out with called Quantum Break. 
and we you kind of had some time travel mechanics at the time they had said there was going to be a video series that that correlated solely with the game hmm. and it was supposed to be like this media integration synergy I just want to use that word uh, <laughs> tossed in the mix to to help to kind of help pr- keep everything moving along. Well, now from what I've heard, and I don't know that this is completely accurate, but I've heard that they're not going to do the TV show anymore. Mm-hmm. And something that got a lot of people's hackles up is that they have now announced that if you buy the game um, on the Xbox One, it's going to be cross cross buy for the PC for Windows Ten. Weird. Free of charge. Ooh. Like if you have Windows Ten, you can get this game free if you if you pay for it on the Xbox One. Um, but you're not going to be able to get this game on Steam. They are not letting this game get to Steam. Rude. So the Windows Store is the only way you're going to be able to get to this. Um, and we can link to an article of that in the show notes. The uh, the other news that I saw come out this week is that Knack. According to uh, something that re- leaked this week from an animator's resume, Knack is apparently getting a sequel. And Knack kind of got panned a little bit when it first came out on the PlayStation 4. It was a launch title, kind of right. a cutesy platformer. Yeah, yeah. I actually enjoyed the game. Yeah? Um, it's not, I'm not saying it didn't have problems, but I, I had a lot of fun with it. Mm-hmm. You know? I thought the story was really cool. I, and the gameplay was decent, but I hated how repetitive the platformer was. Sure, but now if you look at, let's say you look at something like Watch Dogs or Assassin's Creed. True. So the first Assassin's Creed come out, it definitely had problems. Yeah. But look what that series has grown into. Definitely. I think, so, yeah, I think Knack definitely has potential. So I think they're going to learn from some of those mistakes. I mean, it's Mark Cerny, you know, he's kind of one of the, one of the bigwigs at, at Sony. Right. And so I've got hopes for Knack, for the Knack yeah. sequel. Yeah, I'm sure they've listened a lot to what uh, a lot of the users and players were complaining about. And if they right. think they say, oh, it's too repetitive, well, I think that they are going to fix that. So Definitely. I would love to see it not be a point A to point B level setup. Yeah. And have more of an open world, kind of like the old Banjo-Kazooie's and uh, yeah. That'd be cool. sure the games like that. If it was open world, I feel like the different moves you could do would definitely open up in an open world. Yeah, I think yeah. Knack could work really well as a Banjo-Kazooie-styled game. That would be mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll go ahead and jump. That, that's it for news. Let's go ahead and jump on into the pull list. Big hitters coming out this week. We'll hit those up first. Street Fighter V coming out for the PlayStation 4 and the PC. You can see that during the Twitch stream. Yep, I'll be live with it on, yeah. the, on the 72-hour stream this weekend. Um, in fact, it goes live as the time we're recording this. It'll be live in about an hour and a half. Maybe ish. So, who knows? Uh, but I, I don't know anything about this one. I've been a lifelong Street Fighter fan. It was kind of uh, just I knew that I was going to pick this up, so I didn't really pay much attention to it. And <laughs> yeah. I got to looking earlier today, and I don't know several of the characters on that list. And I don't know what the special mechanics for this one are. So. I actually just ordered a fight stick while we were firing up the podcast. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> Hopefully, that that should be here in time for this weekend. What's your oh, favorite move good. from Street Fighter? Oh man, I couldn't even tell you my favorite character. I I don't know. <laughs> Yoga. Ryu, Ryu, Ken, Guile. Adukin. I've gone through Adukin. phases where I liked a ton of them. There is a guy named Cody. I don't remember what game it was. There is, yeah, and there's also a guy named Guy. 
And I, <laughs> yay! I was really good with the guy named Cody, and it made me happy because um, Blanca is not in this one. Okay. E Honda is not in this one. So, one of the complaints that I think I've seen from some of the reviews, early reviews coming out, is that it's kind of thin up front. Um, but they're planning. They've already got a big plan for DLC characters. Yeah. Of course, they do. <laughs> so, mm. right. but. At least that way they don't have to release six versions of the game. Maybe they'll give me Banjo yeah. Kazooie since Smash Bros. won. Three DS owners are getting a ton this week. So especially fans that like RPGs and and turn based stuff, Fire Emblem Fates is coming out this week. They're coming out with two versions of that game: Conquest and Birthright. Right. Yes, I want them so bad. I already have Conquest preloaded on my what? 3DS. It's uh, already out on the on the store to preload. My gosh. So I will be playing that on some of my downtime during the live stream this weekend. Yeah, I I don't know. I I heard that Birthright is actually easier than Conquest. Like Birthright really? is supposed to be the game that you get if you haven't played Fire Emblem before or if you just want to do it sort of casually. I probably should have bought the other one. Yeah, then Conquest is the one for more experienced players. Okay. So I'm thinking about getting Birthright first, then Conquest later. And then, well, of course, the third game comes after that, the DLC kind of the, thing. Uh, the Nintendo's official website says if you buy one for 40 you're going to be able to, at some point, get the other one in the series for 20 Oh, that's that's relief because it's it's expensive. It's like, you know, yeah. you're paying for two oh, games. So Yeah. Uh, and then... Eventually, you pay for three games. So. Yeah. Uh, another big one coming out this week. Folks that have been around the, the 3DS Capcom scene for a little while are going to... So, this is a Capcom week as well. we got Street Fighter Five, but Project X Zone 2 is also coming out this week. And it's kind of a tactical RPG, um, but it involves characters from all of Capcom's universe, like Mega Man and Ryu and and... You know, characters from all the Capcom properties are in that sort of thing. I'm so. interested. That's cool. The first one was pretty neat. It was pretty cool. So, yeah, you should definitely look into that one. Um, also coming out this week, we've got City Skylines Snowfall, which is an expansion for the City Skylines game on PC. Does it just add snow? <laughs> I don't know what all it adds. <laughs> okay. But it's City Skylines is one of these, um, I mean, anybody who's played SimCity knows what a city builder is. I've heard City Skylines is the modern reincarnation of a good version of that. Okay. Yeah, I've heard lots of good things about it. And then uh, also coming out this week, a couple of uh, more indie-focused titles. Pixel Piracy, which uh, that looked like you're literally boarding other ships. Uh, you're in a <laughs> ship and you're boarding other ships. I don't really know any of the mechanics beyond Doesn't that. star Adam Sandler? <laughs> Pixel. <laughs> Pixel. <laughs> And rewind it all. That was a terrible joke. Got to throw that remote away, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then finally, Tron Run Slash R, which is a... I wanted to say indie game, but this is actually done by Disney. And it's kind of an Infinite Runner type okay. game. Interesting. Uh, that And that's it for video games. I also forgot to mention, uh, in, in Geeks Under Grace uh, articles for the week... 
LJ Lowry's review of Amazing Discoveries in Outer Space for the PlayStation 4 came out. So nice. make sure you head over to the website and give LJ some love. Yes, do Very go cool. look at it. Tell him we sent you in the comments. That would be cool. Yeah, he'd like that. I'd like that. <laughs> uh, going on to and some anime news. I have not seen One Punch Man yet. I've wanted to. I've seen amazing things all over the internet. So good. So I'm good. I'm obviously very behind, though, because he's already... The creator of One Punch Man is already creating another anime. It's called Mob Psycho 100. And I didn't see too much of it except for a gif, but it's this kid bashing this, like, ghost, <laughs> basically. Yeah, apparently... <laughs> It's about this little kid who has insane psychic powers or something. Okay. Looks like he's grabbed a big booger and he's just... (laughs) Just smash, smash, smash. But he looks like he just doesn't care. He just... (laughs) I feel like it's going going to be very much in the vein of One Punch Man. Yeah, which I'm happy about. But at the same time, I'd rather the creator just make season two of One Punch Man. (laughs) (laughs) I want more One Punch Man, please. But I guess Mob Psycho 100 will do... Mm. The art style looks very similar, too. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing. And coming out to Blu-ray, which means that you probably get it anywhere else uh, for anime, is Free Eternal Summer, which I'm almost positive Vic Mignogna is in. He is definitely in the Free franchise somewhere (laughs) as a character. If you don't know who Vic Mignogna is, he is a very outspoken Christian and you would definitely know him if you're an anime fan from Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. yeah. Not to say you're not a true fan if you don't watch Full Metal Alchemist, but that is like... You're not a true fan. You <laughs> probably like aren't anime. aware of anime at all if you haven't watched Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, he's an amazing person in general. Amazing voice actor as well, though. So definitely worth checking out. If he's in it. Because he always... I was at, his, at the Denver Comic Con last year, and he just kept calling it free. So I don't know if Eternal Summer is a separate oh, okay. free. Oh. But they are connected regardless of um, if it's not the same one. Yeah. I was reading. I was trying to figure it out. That and then I don't know how to say this right. But Fate, Khalid, Liner, Prisma, Ia, Tui. Now you know how it feels. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> That's better than I would do. <laughs> uh, that is how it's spelt phonetically. <laughs> uh, we were just talking about Fate Stay Night earlier, uh, me and Joe, and this is an alternate universe to that. Joe, just so you know, the Fate Stay Night universe is extremely muddled. There are video games out and comic or er, manga and shows, but you're not going to need all of it. You just need to watch the show you're watching and the show before it. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it. I was looking into it because I wanted more of it and realized just how invested I could get into this whole thing and was like, no, okay. I might check this out, though. I love the anime. The anime so far that I've seen have been amazing. That's it. Works for me. Okay, so for movies, we have, for some of the news, Star Wars production. That's not how you say that, is it? (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell she's reading? (laughs) Teaser thing. Uh, We have that. If you're interested in that. Uh, If you haven't seen the latest one, it says to not watch it. So, basically... (laughs) I'm sorry. I bet you're familiar. (laughs) 
so basically, Star Wars pre-production, or that Star Wars production has started for Star Wars Episode Eight. They are now filming it, and they've created a teaser trailer for that, which I didn't know they were making teaser trailers now for production of movies, but they are. Uh, they're doing this production, and they, if you haven't seen it yet, if you haven't seen episode seven, then don't see it at all because it's going to spoil the ending of episode seven. But if you've seen episode seven and you know how it ends, just know that this is going to do nothing more than annoy you a lot because it's production and there's nothing really there to tease. There's that. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant to say, and <laughs> it didn't come out like that because... Because I wrote it so weird. I, I wasn't sure, because it's... Uh, anyway, we also have a Spawn movie as well. Uh, what is that, script? Yeah, it's in the works. It's in the works, so... That's something that you may want to look out for. That's, that's going to be rated R as well, which kind of worries me. All these rated R movies, because I know it's because Deadpool is doing well. They were like, we got to do Spawn now. And I feel like yeah. Deadpool being rated R was because of comedy purposes. I don't need a superhero character who takes him so seriously that it's going to be rated R. Right. I don't think that I'm going to have fun with it. I don't know. For people who don't know, Spawn makes a deal with a demon. And I believe every time he kills someone, it hurts him. I'm. I don't know. <laughs> Fair. Enough. I just. I have never I read the comics. This is like what I've gathered from, like Wikipedia. <laughs> John Leguizamo is an evil clown. Who? Oh. John Leguizamo is an evil clown. But not the Joker. No, he's a demon clown. John Leguizamo oh. is. Who is okay. a demon clown? I'm so confused. Have you never seen the movie Spawn? No. John Leguizamo plays a demon clown character. Okay, fair Gosh. enough. Because I just said, oh, I I, a all I know about Spawn is Wikipedia. Anyways, we also have our poll list for movies coming out. Race is coming out, rated PG-13, and it's about uh, Jesse Owens' quest to become the greatest track and field athlete. And Owen. this is around, you know time with Hitler and stuff, 1936 Olympics, so that sounds like it's going to be interesting if, if you like that sort of stuff. Yeah. We also have a Christian movie coming out, Risen! I really want to see this. I've heard good... Th- I, I'm interested in it as well. Yeah, it's, it sounds really interesting. It's right PG-13, and it's about the resurrection. I mean, kind of, obviously, because it's called Risen, but it's from the eyes of someone who's a non-believer... Who is actually trying to disprove the resurrection? It's the uh, it's the Roman centurion that's at the feet of Jesus when he's dying, right? Is that am I? I think so. Right? I think so. So that's so. just he's definitely really a Roman soldier. Yeah. So um, you may want to go check that out. I'm hoping that'll be really, really good. It sounds really great. So yeah. it looks fantastic. That's all I could really find anything important for movies coming out. But for Blu-ray, we have Black Mass, which is the one with uh, Johnny Depp, right? Johnny yeah. Depp, yeah, and he plays as Whitey Bulger, mm-hmm. who is a notorious uh, real-life bad guy, super bad guy. Yeah, Monster. so I've heard 
good things about that. I haven't really good any, heard anything bad. So if you watch that movie or if you want to watch that movie, that's going to be on Blu-ray. We also have Steve's, Steve Jobs. He's got his movie coming out. Um, With Michael Fassbender, right? I think so, yeah. yeah. So that's also going to be interesting. Not much else for Blu-ray that I could see. So, okay. yeah. Cool. That's what we got. Then going on to TV, because I feel like that's where you have to go for movies, is to the smaller screen. Uh, I, I was super excited about this. Daredevil has been releasing trailers for the past few months, but they have not said anything. They've not told you anything about the story whatsoever. Uh, and you haven't gotten to see the Punisher yet, really. You've seen pictures. You've seen glimpses of his face. This trailer is going to let you know who the Punisher is. Uh, I am super excited. I can't remember the guy's name, the actor, but he plays Shane in The Walking Dead. Or did John, John Bernthal. John Bernthal. There we go. So definitely check it out. I do want to quote one line that I loved, and that is Daredevil talking to his priest. And he goes, why do I feel guilty? And the priest answers, like he has no idea what's going on and that this is just about sin in general. Is like, well, your work's not done. And oh. I loved that because that's totally, like, mm-hmm. true. But it obviously had double meanings in the in the show, trailer. Mm. Other than that, though, that was the big news that came out. I found that while looking for stuff for this show. So I'm really happy that we do the podcast so I get to see things like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know about half the stuff that's coming out until we figure it out. For the right? Yeah. Totally. Like, Better Call Saul just aired today, second season. Uh, or not today, Monday. We, we uh, record this on Mondays. So that's going to be really cool. The first season was amazing. If you watch Breaking Bad, Better Call I've, Saul. I've seen about the first three episodes of Better Call Saul so far. What do you think? It's uh, it's interesting to see how he gets... Well, see, I haven't seen him turn to what he turns into. Right. Um, kind of seen where he starts from. Yeah, it, it's really good. It. I was worried because he's the comic relief in yeah. Breaking Bad that they wouldn't be able to have as serious of a tone, they bring the serious tone. And it's cool to see that he's, st- I mean, you know, he's still this quick on his feet, mm-hmm. very fast thinker. Definitely. They definitely keep the character. And then a show that I have not been watching, but I know people love. In fact, you probably know that the show is airing if you're a fan. Uh, Vikings is airing Thursday. I haven't seen a single episode of the show. I watched the first episode, really wanted to get into it. Never got around to doing so. I, I'm going to probably binge it someday. Okay. Uh, it <laughs> yeah. is History Channel's Game of Thrones. Oh, curious. Oh, wow. I, that's the, I'm sure the fans are super ticked off that I would say something. <laughs> I can't How believe you, you would say that. How dare you? There's a lack of sex, obviously, lack of nudity, uh, lack of language, because it's on History Channel, it's on cable. So it's definitely better in that aspect. And then it's just... This, it's not a documentary of any kind. It, it's got a story to tell about Vikings in their time. Uh, like I said, I've only seen the first episode, but it was really, really good. It's very well acted. So I don't know what season this is, but it's starting back up this Thursday, tomorrow. Hopefully, you're watching The Pleasure Drive instead, but I mean, whatever floats your boat. 
Yeah, go dual screen. Hang out with us. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Be fun. <laughs> and then in Christian news, something kind of small. There was nothing major going on in Christianity that I saw for this Monday. But uh, little thing, if you are in a relationship, hopefully you guys are going to church together because it, studies have found that relationships or couples that go to church are usually better off and happier, which totally makes sense to me. Yeah. It, it does sense make sense to me. I've been single for as long as the sun's been in the sky, but uh, <laughs> I can say the, because of my church group, my relationships with other people in general yeah. is better. Yeah, definitely. Um, when I wasn't going to church, when I didn't have a connection with a group at church, I was mad at the world. I didn't want to, like, I wanted to go do my job, do things I had to get done, and not leave the house anymore. Um, and and that's all turned around. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. I don't have a degree. It's not just relationships. Like you said, it's with everybody that you interact with, um, especially... I guess with people at church, I, I've met so many people dur- at church, and I, I'll see them when I go there. Those relationships just are always a stronger bond in the first place. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of ripple effects from there into your real into the rest of your life. Yeah. Yeah. No. I my small group from back in my well, it's still my church. Really, I just haven't been able to go to it because college. Um, but my small group growing up there. We aren't as tight anymore, obviously, because we sort of broke up for college, but it was so helpful to me uh, making friends, starting relationships with other people. Not romantic relationships, just like friendships. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I just, I don't know what I would have done without a small group, core group, kind of like that. I think it was very helpful. So. Right. Yeah. Very cool. Be sure that you come with questions and comments for the team when we live stream. Uh, like I said, we're going to be live every night of the uh, fundraising event for an hour of podcasting, and we would love to hear from you guys. Definitely. Joe, where can they find you at in the meantime? Find me, yeah, find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games, and I'm live uh, several nights a week at twitch.tv slash righteousfurygaming.com. I am actually going to still be live there a little bit this weekend when I'm not on the Geeks Under Grace channel because I I made a commitment to do 366 days between me and my buddy, and Saturday is my day. So Hmm. very cool. I'm going to end up streaming a total of like 10 hours on Saturday or something. (laughs) Uh, It's like last year's podcast. Yeah. 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 (laughs) How about you, Shelly? You can find me on Twitch at shellshock24. You can find me on Twitter at the Shellshock24. <laughs> All right. And as always, you can find me at Cody Armor on Twitter uh, and ArborCody at YouTube.com slash ArborCody, I suppose. <laughs> this is probably our shortest podcast ever. And now That's I'm okay. wasting time. <laughs> no. right. You know what yeah. we should do? I was just thinking about this before doing our you know little outro that we usually do. What if we just, like, you know, have some way, whether through Twitter or Facebook or whatever, have people ask us, like, questions 
or think about topics that we could talk about for, you know, this weekend. So we we don't have to come up with it ourselves. A while (laughs) back, and I totally didn't check. We were like, yeah, you go to Twitter, use hashtag GUGcast, and talk to us, and we'll uh, be able to reply and all that stuff and actually talk about it on the podcast itself. The only t- I did check. We got two comments. And they were both from staff. Yeah. So, Yay. <laughs> they're from Geeks Under Grace. They're amazing. But we want you, the listeners, to hashtag GUG cast. And uh, you can say whatever, anything you want. And maybe it'll end up on the podcast. Maybe we'll just reply to you personally. Uh, we'll see. But we're very excited to hear from you guys. So I think I'm going to try to start pushing that a little bit more in the podcast to come because yeah. we want to hear from you. Yeah, we want more interactivity. Yeah, I'd love so. that. Definitely. I'm actually on Twitter fairly regularly, so there you go. I'd love to check it out. Yeah, I'm still trying to get better. Right. <laughs> I'm getting better, I swear. If you if you hashtag Gugcast, uh, I said Gugcast. Oh, no. Oh, Cody. It's not Gug, it's G-U-G. <sighs> That's going to be... I'm going to get sued. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, he said it. I know he said it. Anyways, uh, yeah, you can hashtag us and then at Geeks Under Grace to make sure that we get it, that our Twitter team can let us know. Uh, there's that. In closing, keep praying, keep gaming, and God bless. Go forth and game. I mean, since this is a shorter podcast, I suppose we should just fill out the rest of it with bloopers. <laughs> no, we haven't. What? <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been 40 minutes yet. <laughs> oh, yeah, you were on the podcast last week. I didn't tell you that. I keep yawning. Huh? It was, <laughs> it was you going, you haven't started yet? What? <laughs> Really? That was the intro to the podcast. That's oh, how the podcast started. Really? <laughs> she oh, is no, red. listen to the podcast. No, she doesn't listen to the podcast. She hates listening to me. Hate it. <laughs> <laughs> that was too good. Yes, I can't. What? <laughs> I want to say, guys, help. Um, That's awesome. If they said there's two other people on the podcast you can listen to. How are... <laughs> no yawning. I know, I'm yawning too. I'm like tired. I already had coffee once. So that is everything I think that we cared about this week during the podcast. I said that really weird, so I want to say it again. My horse no. was named Electra. Really? Mm-hmm. Your horse? I used to have a horse, yeah. Um, I used to have a lot of horses, but like my horse. Let me see if I can pull up an old school picture. Horses. Does everybody in Colorado horse? get a horse? <laughs> Is it a pretty horse? I lived in South Dakota at the time, and everyone in South Dakota gets a horse.
Oh. <laughs> it's like Dubai with cars. <laughs> Everybody in South Dakota just gets a horse. <laughs> um, give me a second. I got to go to old school MySpace. Actually, I think I can Google by name, but. MySpace. Never had a MySpace. You never had a MySpace? I'm old. Oh, I went straight to Facebook. I had one my freshman year of college, and it kind of went out of vogue after that. I was in like wow. middle school. <laughs> <laughs> you're so tiny. I mean, you're still tiny, but. Is that a Shetland pony? No. It's a quarter <laughs> horse. Why is there a picture? Like, if you click on that picture on your Windows uh, image viewer. Uh huh. And start scrolling through the photos that we've gone through. I don't see anything besides that. I'm They're all like. They're what? I do. There's some weird ones in there. <laughs> I just I just uh, scrolled past to see Cody's first video again. What? Yeah. With the hair and the. Oh, what is all this ant simulator? What? There's all kinds of weird stuff on here. Like what? Just, just, eh. <laughs> there's a. Hold on. There's what's her face, Gruntilda. There's a picture of a guy eating a banana. <laughs> Whoa, that's a weird one. There's a picture of uh, Peter Capaldi, but he looks dead. Like undead. The Ed Sullivan Show. Um, there's you with your horse again. I think I've looped. Yeah, there's there's your... That's that again. Okay, cool. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking probably happened. There's one other chat that I'm in on Twitch. Or not Twitch, on Skype. Mm-hmm. I wonder if their pictures are bleeding into this for me. Because some of these don't make any sense. I know that we haven't gone through a lot of these. (laughs) Unique New York. Unique New York. Unique New York. Brown cow. Oh no, brown cow. Brown chicken. Skeleton dropped his shampoo in the shower. Brown chicken, brown cow. The movies thing. (laughs) (laughs) I was like. Is that word? (laughs) I don't know. Production. I'm just like. (laughs) like, Why is it not production? Is it a special type of teaser? It's like a production teaser. I don't know what that word means, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Now you know how it feels to not know how to say something. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like. Revenge! The difference is that his was. (laughs) <laughs> a real Japanese. Spelled correctly. <laughs> Spelled correctly, yeah. True. Yeah, no. I just still can't. Hey, Scott Hanselman, you're stupid. No! Do you no, even know I who Scott Hanselman it. is? I, yeah. <laughs> you do know who Scott Hanselman is? Isn't he like the uh, uh, head of the gaming department? No. That's Not. Phil Spencer. That's Phil Spencer. <laughs> what, are we, what are we supposed to do? I'm forever your girl. Ah, it's the, there's a dog. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so cute. Just like, because I could see just like right behind you, Patrick. I could just see him like crawling into the covers and just turning into a little ball. And it was so cute. 
Yeah, you like look around, you see a little little lump, and then you pull it back, and there he is. May she be online back or arena. You did a great job, your hamstring. Hamstring. It's good though, because we have Shelly, who's super young. We have me, who's in the middle, and then we have the ancient Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no. Geeks on the Geeks on the place dot net. It's dot com. It's dot com. In a much less rude way, we have like three decades between us. No, that's true. I'm like the baby, and then you're like you know, hip, young, and trendy. And then there's Joe. <laughs> I'm just. Joe. Joe is And then wise. there's Joe, the broken he's, hip of the group. He's the, he's the wise guy in our group. No, Joe, if we didn't have Joe, like, every person listening to this would think that we're all children. Because we wouldn't know anything about the 90s, even though we swear we're 90s kids. Joe would be like, Don't, do you get that reference? Like, do you know what I'm talking about? And I'm just I'm like... I'm the no. pop-up video of the group. So, <laughs> <Maggie>. <laughs> pop-up video. Do you all even know what pop-up video is? You're children. <laughs> No, I don't. I'm sorry. Really not? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm such a baby. What's well, time to go? Is is there any way to mute Skype for just us two minutes? We can just shut up for two minutes. Well, no, I mean y- y'all are can talking about stuff. I I just if I can. Turn you down for two minutes to watch this trailer. <laughs> I'll just watch it with you. I'm 50 seconds in. We'll start it over.
Yeah, I didn't know you guys were still watching. You guys were still watching the trailers. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I'm like, that's a long trailer, but I don't want to butt in. I, I was waiting because Cody was watching it too, and I finished it before he did. I'm so watching. Okay, I've seen it. I don't need to watch. Am I? <laughs> I think 